Thank you for joining IAB There. Hi, everybody. My name is Brad Behrens. I'm the Editor-in-Chief here at IAB. Thank you so much for joining us on this special edition of IAB There when we're talking about two exciting things that are coming up. The first is the podcast Upfronts, and we're also then going to dig in to our latest spend research on how the COVID pandemic is affecting the advertising industry. I'm excited to have my colleagues joining me today. Uh, it's the Thursday, the 3rd of September. We're gonna bring, in one moment, we're gonna bring uh, Craig Coleman, who is our SVP of events, and Zoe Soon, who's the VP of the Consumer Experience Center, on to talk with us about the podcast upfronts, which are coming to a computer screen near you, right in front of you, in fact, next week. Before we bring them on, let's show a video. It'll get you ex even more excited than me talking about it. All right, here we are. Craig Coleman, Zoe Soon, thank you so much for joining us on IAB There. Thanks for having us. All right, let's start. Zoe, let's start with you. What's exciting? I mean, I'm looking through the speakers on this thing. We've got Oprah Winfrey, Samantha B, Rob Lowe, Julie Andrews. I mean, I know that I'm older, but holy smokes, Maria from The Sound of Music is going to be at our show. So, Zoe, <laughs> what are you excited about? Who do you who, just as a person, but also we're going to get into the trends, but like, who are you, like, what, what, what are you looking forward to? They're all wonderful, of course. Yes. So obviously all of that amazing talent is, I'm excited about. I'm looking forward to seeing our, you know, the presenters that we've always loved. They have blown me away with their creativity and adapting to this new virtual format. Um, but I'm also excited to see some new players uh, that we've been able to feature with our extended schedule. So we're going to hear from Malcolm Gladwell and Jacob Weisberg's new podcast production company. Um, new York Times is, of course, making their de debut with us hot on the heels of their serial acquisition. They're making big moves into podcast investments. So it makes perfect sense for them this year. Great. Craig, what about you? What are you looking forward to? Anybody who you're going to be like, no, nobody talk to me for a minute. I know I'm running the show, but i got to focus on this one. Yeah, I, I, on a personal level, I'm really looking forward to ESPN. Uh, sports were a big part of my life pre-COVID, and I'll take anything to fill that void. Um, but what I think is really cool about this event is the discovery part of it. It's finding that hidden podcast that you didn't even know existed. It's why publishers do it every year. Um, you know, me, last year, I discovered Office Ladies. It's the podcast where the characters, Pam and Angela, and their, their real-life actresses uh, review every episode of, of The Office. I'm totally obsessed with that. And I look forward to brands discovering some really cool new content this year. Right. I think it's fair <laughs> to weigh in. The purpose of the upfronts is to make sure that our uh, brand marketer and media agency friends are aware of the best in class content that's out there to offer. That's why we do it. Uh, what, what you're talking about is discovery is great. Zoe, I interrupted, you were about to say something. Oh, I was gonna say, um, I think another cool thing about the event is that you, you mentioned Oprah, Brad, uh, but we're also featuring Phil Donahue on the same show this year. Uh, different presentation, but same show. So we're having the talk show King and Queen of the 80s and 90s in the same show by some serendipitous moment. 
That's fantastic. We've got a, a bunch of different hosts who are going to be uh, helping guide us through the event. Zoe, why don't you tell us who these folks are? Yeah, so our, our uh, main host for the event is Francesca Ramsey, host of MTV's Decoded. Francesca wrote the, helped write the script for the 2020 Oscars, so, so we're not messing around. Uh, and then we also have intentionally curated an eclectic mix of co-hosts to stand alongside Francesca for each of the three days. We have uh, Sarah Gonzalez, host and reporter for NPR's Planet Money. We have Chris Jericho, WWE wrestler and host of um, Westwood One's Talk to Jericho. And then rounding it out the event, we have Julian Castro, who, you know, former presidential candidate, host of Lemonada Media's Our America. So it's almost like the start of a joke. That's wildly eclectic. Right. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, no. What's the punchline? A politician walking to a bar. That's that's kind of what we're (laughs) doing. Uh, that that's that's I am this is going to be so much fun so but and Craig let, let's let's talk about just the logistics of this it starts next week on Wednesday like when do, when does it start when does it end and if you if you haven't yet registered what do you do yeah so podcast upfronts are next Wednesday September 9th through Friday the 11th they start each day at 12 Eastern and roughly end around four o'clock. Friday likely is going to be a little bit earlier than that. Um, you can view the upfronts by going directly to www.podcastupfront.stream or you can click right into the event from ib.com. Now, who's Terrific. this for? This is a, a buy side only event, so you must work for a brand or buy an agency to attend. Um, and yes, the event's still open, so we're, we're looking for it to grow the audience even more. Um, if you are interested in registered and registering and you haven't already, go to IB.com. You'll see the event front and center on the homepage. It's one click in and you can register. Um, you have to use the code, though, PCAST20LS at checkout. That's P-C-A-S-T-2-0-L-S. All right. Uh, so we'll we'll say that again uh, towards the end of the show because we want everybody uh, who can to come. We're super excited about this. So, so Zoe, let's talk about trends. You oversee our audio community at IAB. Uh, what is what does this mean, right? What is what is the the size and scope of this year's podcast upfront signal to you for for podcasts as an advertising medium? So I think we're seeing a tremendous growth. Uh, We're seeing more of the big media companies make a a push into podcasts. So this year we have New York Times, Viacom, Sony Entertainment, first timers alongside with Meredith, um, who's, of course, hosted us in the past. Um, And I think it's indicative of growth in consumer demand for spoken word. Content creators, publishers, listing platforms, they wouldn't be making this investment into the medium if there wasn't an audience to gain. Uh, One in three Americans over the age of 12 currently is a a podcast listener. So, of course, you know, where the audience flows, advertiser dollars go. And we have, I want to just do a, a shout out, we have Tom Webster from Edison Research who's just wonderful at spinning out not only all of the data and stats, but a story, a a narrative around audio, around podcasts. There was some initial fear that because of the the 
constriction in the commute because nobody leaves their homes anymore, uh, that that would be driving down uh, time that people spend with audio. What we found is quite quite the opposite. Can you talk about uh, the smart speakers? Yeah, so I think when lockdown initially happened, we did see an initial drop because people lost their commute. But what we found was, you know, by April, end of April, it was it, the uptick was already um, there. So people found ways to reintegrate it into their routines, probably because of the smart speakers, maybe they're home cooking earlier than normal and they're listening. Uh, and looking at year over year trends, we're actually up uh, this you know, the last week of August this year compared to last year is, is up, uh, which is interesting because we weren't in this situation last year. Well, all media consumption is up across the board because people have so much more time at home. Podcasts and audio are particularly, particularly so. Um, but let's also talk about revenue, about not just about consumer behavior, but about the advertising media. Uh, we released our annual podcast revenue report just last, well, I guess it's now uh, in July. So a little, a smidge more than a month ago. Uh, what are the big takeaways from that revenue report and how do those frame how you're thinking about the upfront next week? Well, I think just the numbers are quite staggering. We're, you know, 48% growth year over year last year from 2018. So we just crossed over 708 million dollars in terms of podcast revenue uh and the but the interesting thing about this report is that obviously things massively changed in march and april with with covid19 uh so we wanted to do a check on what that meant for projected growth uh and surprisingly it's still up almost 15 percent in 2020 uh which it was projected to be up almost 30 percent but it's up despite the down to the economic downturn. And I think a lot of that was due to uh, the agility of podcasts, the brand safety, uh, the ability to have flexible buys in an uncertain time when there's, you know, Black Lives Matter happening, that, you know, economic downturn, health crisis. So I think we really saw the resilience of podcasting uh, in terms of advertiser spend. Right. And just to dig in on that, and we'll have Sue Hogan joining us a little in the second segment of today's show. What we saw is that at a moment when uh, advertisers knew that they had to keep on advertising, Henry Ford famously said that if you uh, you know want a company that stops advertising to save money is like a person who stops his watch to save time. Uh, but they needed to stay out, stay top of mind. One of the most flexible mediums was podcasting because you can re-record or record an, uh, an ad for a podcast on a smartphone. And so that that nimbleness was very really critical to the industry during the early days of the pandemic. Um, and the other thing that I remember from the report, which is just that we're starting to see both brands and agencies treating podcasts more thoughtfully, thinking more strategically, putting them into a full year plan, uh, as opposed to just sort of, oh, we have leftover money. And so all of that is important for the medium. Craig, let's talk about the event um, because holy smokes, last year, I think there were 300, 350. There, there were like, the we were limited at the podcast offering about how many people we could stuff into a particular auditorium. Uh, how many people have registered this year? Tell us about how the change to virtual and, and also let's connect this back to the new fronts from June. Yeah, so over 3,000 have registered. 
Um, we are coast to coast. We actually even have some global folks registered. So as you mentioned, that's a 10x increase in the audience last, from over last year that we had in 2019. Um, you know, as you mentioned, the, the event had to go virtual and that created that chat, the, uh, the opportunity here. And that opportunity really is in growing the audience. And a bigger audience means a better marketplace. It means buyers and sellers connecting more. And hopefully we're helping foster podcast growth into the um, next year. And we have another audio event coming later this month. It's part of our REACH conference, um, and this is called Audio Unleashed. So, so I'll, I'll start with Craig. Craig, what's it about? And then, Zoe, I'll ask you to, to weigh in a little bit. Yeah, we, we believe in podcasting so much at the IAB. We wanted to bridge that gap between all the great content and discovery that the buyers um, and agency folks will see at the upfront. And we're gonna, we want to bridge that into an event uh, later in the fall. It's going to be October 2nd, uh, 12 to 4. You can go to IAB.com to hear more about that. that. That's Audio Unleashed. But what's going to be happening there is we're going to give actual insights on what brands and agencies should do with the content that they just saw. Measurement, ad creative, brand safety, those are going to be the topics that we're going to be talking about. Zoe, anything to add there? We're, we're, we're building that one in real time, but we're super excited about, about the people who are going to speak. Yeah, I... Yeah, second, Craig, I think it's a really nice compliment to the upfront because you're going to see the content and now you're going to see, okay, this is how you get the audience you want. Um, like you mentioned, industry confidence in this medium has just really grown and we're, you know, we're seeing investment in annual spend like doubled last year and, and scattered spend is, is on the decline. So, um, and we're also seeing investment in exclusive content. So, you know, Spotify, Michelle Obama, and New York Times buying cereal. Uh, I, I really think it's a nice compliment to, to the upfront to have both events. So, I mean, uh, just to, if we, if we just make it super binary, and uh, one is at the upfronts, you're going to find out what the hot content to sponsor is. And at Audio Unleashed, you're going to find out how you get to scale with those audiences. So, you've exactly. got both. About the, the the propinquity, the adjacency, and then how to find your massive reach uh, with this medium. So um, I also want to say, uh, Zoe and I, and hopefully Craig as well, we'll be doing a daily debrief uh, on our our own podcast, which is IAB Real. So if you haven't already subscribed to IAB Real, please uh, go to uh, iab.com/podcasts and, and and subscribe. We'll be trying to break down everything that uh, that happened what we're excited about, what the implications are. Uh, Craig Coleman, SVP of Events at IAB, Zoe Soon, Vice President of Consumer Experience at IAB. Thank you both so much for joining us today. We're gonna move on to our second segment, but first, let's take one more look at that video. Thanks, guys. And we're back and we're joined by Sue Hogan, our SVP of Research at the IB. Sue Hogan, welcome back to IB There. Thank you so much. It's been a while. So it has been a while. So we launched Which means yesterday. I'm not doing my job fast enough. <laughs> we can work on that later. Uh, okay. Yesterday we launched the sixth of our uh, spend studies. Sue, give us a little context beyond it being number six. Tell us about what when we started this work, why we started it, uh, and what this latest installment means, and then we'll start digging into the details. 
Sure. Um, so the very first one that we launched was in mid-March, and it was right when we went into quarantine. Um, we did it because our board reached out to us and said, we need to know what's going on out there and we need to know how it's impacting our industry. And so rather than just do a single study, we planned a series of studies to keep a trend going um, across this whole COVID and turned out to be much more turbulent um, with other challenges like Black Lives Matter going on in our industry that could impact uh, the advertising spend. And so uh, the first one we launched was sell uh, side, I think. And we we have recently... I think the first one was buy side. Was it buy side? Well, this one so. is a buy and sell side, but I'm reporting today on the buy side because sell uh, does follow, of course, uh, what the buyers are planning and budgeting. And I think it's most important to everybody to know what that looks like. So we surveyed both the sell side and the buy side. We're really leaning in on the buy side reports. Uh, for those of you who don't know where to go to get this report and every other uh, one of our spend reports, you can get the latest one at www.iab.com. If you go to iab.com slash spend, you'll actually be able to see all of the historical reports as well. Um, so we've got some slides. Why don't we pull up the first one and, and take a look and let's dig in on what this is. So, so Sue, what does this mean? Yeah. So first, I want to say that this data is an average of averages. So it's for directional purposes. Um, it is based upon buy side expectations, but it looked at every single channel and gave an overarching view of whether we saw spend going up or down for full year 2020. So it's a projection for full year where we're going to net out. Um, and I think that this is a uh, the number might not be exact when we get to the end of the year, but I do think that directionally it looks right to me. Uh, we're seeing total ad spend down across all channels as a combined uh, look as a negative eight. Digital we're seeing as a positive six and traditional, hmm. unfortunately, we're seeing as a negative 30. Right. And I think, I mean, in context, we, we have, you know, we have uh the worst health crisis to hit the species in over a century. We have the worst financial crisis to hit the country and the rest of the world, uh, you know, possibly since the Great Depression. We have a highly polarized society and we have a resurgence uh, of civil rights, which is, is not a crisis. It's something I, I want to celebrate. So like, yeah, merely 8% down total for the industry, uh, you know, is remarkable. During the, the Great Recession, people talked about, uh, you know, flat being the new up, you know, negative 8% uh, is a, a remarkably mild uh, overall impact. Uh, that uh, once you break it down, though, into traditional being down 30%, holy smokes, uh, and then digital. Yeah, let's uh, look at that next slide, spot. because I think that's the real, that's the, the money shot, so they say, right? Um, looking at each individual channel here really helps tell the story of digital versus traditional media, um, 
by the way, doesn't mean that traditional media is gone. It just means that the ad spend has shifted um, to some degree to the to the digital front. And so if you specifically look at like linear TV at a negative 24% over last year, 2019, versus the ad spend for CTV at a plus 19, those almost balance each other out. So we're seeing the eyeballs that and and Nielsen's coming out with this, Comscore's come out with this. Everybody's you know got data on these consumers, and I heard you talking to Zoe about it a few minutes ago. Consumer listenership, readership, viewership is up across the board. Uh, the difference here is that the digital channels have been able to be more agile and more uh, responsive to brand needs. And I think that that is going to herald a very permanent switch um, in the dollars from year to year. I also think it's worth pointing out that, you know, there is the question of base, right? That that linear TV being off 24% is still a much more robust marketplace than CTV, even though CTV is up uh, nearly 20%. Um, what we're seeing I think, here... And I think we're also seeing uh, just that, you know, as we've been dealing with, uh, you know, the slowdown or total dead stop of uh, production, uh, that, you know, viewers have been looking for things they haven't seen before. And they're finding that in the cornucopia that is, uh, you know, streaming, whether it be ad free on Netflix or uh, you know, Disney Plus or free ad supported television uh, that's streaming through you know, Pluto. Uh, and the like. By the way, I will say shout out, which is we have uh, uh, Bob Ackish uh, of CBS Viacom and Tom Ryan of Pluto will be opening our REACH conference uh, later this month. So, so tune in for that. Um, let's talk about there's a I little do, bit. Hard I do want to point out one little thing here, Please. and that is what we're measuring is ad supported. So just to make sure that yes. everybody's understanding when we're looking at viewership, for instance, um, which which does exist in the full report that you can see, um, you'll you will get an understanding of all video, for instance. But in this particular ad dollar slide, we're talking only about digital ad spend or traditional ad spend by channel, um, you know, budgeting and of course results over year. Yeah, no, I think it's important that you clarified that since I don't think that I was remotely clear. Let's look at out of home because what we're seeing is uh, the digital out of home and traditional out of home because people are not going out of their homes mm -hmm. uh, are both being hit very, very hard. Uh, let's see. And then uh, also I think worth pointing out that uh, social media and paid search are both uh, uh, significantly up uh, uh, compared to certainly compared to traditional. Um, let's dig in, let's move on to the next slide and keep talking because there's a whole lot happening here. Once again, these are just snippets from the report. So this is a startling finding. Uh, the headline buyers remain concerned about user-generated content and social media adjacencies. Tell us what this means. And that is that 90% a whopper or is that, uh, or, I mean, that, that seems like a considerable number. 
You know, it it is a considerable number. Um, I think, especially looking at the extremely and fairly concerned, are a considerable number. But to to say ninety percent have a concern on social media user generated adjacency when we know that there have been um, a, a lot of dings out there uh, on on social media for. Uh, allowing the kind of hate speech or, uh, and hey, this is tough stuff. I mean, it's user generated, uh, pretty hard to control, but it has to happen. And and we are seeing that the brands all almost said that they have a concern. Um, I'd like to go to the next slide, though, because that shows you those who kind of put their money where their mouth was, right? So 46% of buyers are taking at least a brief stand against um, that kind of hate speech and and pulled or, or halted or canceled uh, some of their social media um, or all of their social media in some cases uh, campaigning. Um, what this doesn't show you though is that the time amount that's intended here. Uh, so 46% took an action, but on the next slide, you'll see that uh, 63% uh, are actually doing something in a short term versus more of a long term. Uh, so we're seeing by the end of the year, almost everybody is back in, in business as usual mode. So uh, another way of putting this would be the the media paid a tremendous amount of attention to uh, the the the, uh, the pullback from social media, um, and and yet the reality of it seems to be that the vast majority of advertisers might have done a brief pause, but they're digging back in, and I think we saw already that there's year over year growth um, for the medium overall. Is that a fair account yeah, or am I missing a perfect storm? A bit of a perfect storm. I'm sorry. It's a bit of a perfect storm because where, um, you know, COVID's got everybody at home and everybody's leaning in more to media right now. But then you also have a situation where Black Lives Matter happened. And there's a lot of there's a lot of anxiety and divisiveness in our country right now. Um, so there's a lot more chatter going on out there, uh, which seemed to be a perfect fit for brands um, to say, hey, you know what, we need to do something about hate speech. Unfortunately, because it's a year that industry is down almost overall, uh, the need for performance marketing is still very much there, especially going into the holiday seasons. And that's why I think we're going to start seeing uh, more of of the brands advertising again. So let's talk about uh, 2021 because this was the first of the, our uh, spend surveys where we really look forward into next year. I don't know if we have a slide about it, uh, but I know that the no, results were a bit surprising. So what were what, what were we seeing about 2021? So the things about 2021. Why? I've never seen my career, um, and that is, here it is, 70% of buyers said that they have a 
ballpark as on their 2021 budgets, um, a much smaller number, have, it was 9%, have... Well, we, we got a lot, we kind of lost you there for a second, close. Sue. So, can, so we, we, lo- can you we lost you for a second. We just lost you for a second. Go through those numbers again. Like who, who is, you know, what level of confidence are we seeing about 2021 and how does that compare? What I heard you say sure. was... Okay, go ahead. You can hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, yes. so we know that um, when we asked buyers what budget set for next year, really there's only 9% who, who had firm budget um, or, or really clear understanding of this year. A total of 70% have at least ballpark. That's 30% really don't have a solid footing on budget going into to, so the beginning of September. Um, and that's what I was, hadn't seen before in my career. Usually, unless an agency, for instance, uh, picks up newness and is very quickly trying to get at budgeting following uh these things are, are pretty solidified already. So we're not seeing that this year. We're seeing a longer sell time. Um, we're seeing reticence on, on putting a, a hard number on paper. Uh, but those 70% that they have at least a ballpark at 5.3% up over what will be 2020 at the end. So we're seeing a rise. Um not a huge rise, certainly not the kind of rise that we have been experiencing year over year in the in the past. I think COVID had a great impact on that. But we are absolutely seeing that there is a percent increase on ad budgeting for next year versus this so, year. So buy side thinks that 2021 is going to be a better year than 2020. How could it not be is, of course, one thing to, you know, to think yeah. about. Uh, but uh, but also uh, that level of confidence looking into 2021, confidence that things are going to get better, uh, but not having made a lot of plans yet. And so I think that means just a point to to really reiterate something that Sue just said, that sell cycles are a little longer this year. We can expect uh, marketplace conversations like the one that we'll be having with the podcast Upfronts next week to be going on a little deeper into the fall for full year 21 than we usually do. So uh, that means uh, we can expect uh, a lot of activity uh, in the industry. So Sue Hogan, uh, SVP of Research at IAB, thank you so much for joining us. Once again, the study is front door of our website, www.iab.com. You can get all of the spend studies at iab.com slash spend. Uh, Sue, thank you so much for joining us and we'll have you back soon. All right. Let's talk about one more time the podcast upfronts that if you have not already registered for the podcast upfronts, please go to iab.com slash podcast upfront uh, or uh, go and then insert the code. Oh, thank you for putting it up there. PCAST20LS. Um, the spend study you can find on www.iab.com as well. Uh, and uh, I beg you, please do subscribe to IAB Real, one of our regular podcasts. We'll be doing a podcast upfronts debrief episode on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. Um, we will be on hiatus here at IAB there next week. 
So you'll be able to hear my voice on IAB Real. We will return Tuesday, September 15th with a special guest, Dan Allen. He is the Senior Director of Global Data Analytics and Innovation at Kimberly Clark. IAB There is a production of the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Our show today was produced by Connor Healy, Joe Ons, John Ward, and Carrie Villanueva. I'm Brad Behrens, Editor-in-Chief here at the IAB. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again on September 15th. And in the meantime, I hope you have a fantastic Labor Day weekend. Please join us for the podcast Upfronts and for IAB Real next week. We'll see you again on the 15th when once again, it will be time to IAB There. Thank you so much for watching and have a great holiday weekend. Bye-bye, everybody.